Hello and welcome to The Huddle. Liam Santa Maria back with you. And that man on your screen, as you know, is Brian Gorgian from the Illawarra Hawks, the greatest coach in NBL history, six-time champion, six-time coach of the year, never misses the finals. What is it? 21 consecutive NBL seasons taking his team to the top four. And of course, fresh off the bronze medal winning performance with the Boomers. Gorge, good to catch up again, mate. How are you going? Oh, great. And uh, yeah, just really uh, this, this time, um, second year coming back to Wollongong and actually getting to um, be on that coastline, um, use the beach, um, all of those things that that excited me about coming just as far as lifestyle besides the practice and the, the training and stuff that last year, you know, coming in, we knew we were going into the hub. So guys were in service departments and now you we're just getting a real, um, the whole team is getting a real good feel of, of, uh, how great the surroundings are. And with having this long preseason, we've had an opportunity to use the Northern beaches, you know, right outside the WEC where, you know, the surf, the sand, um, beach runs. Um, it, it's, it's been a, a, a real enjoyable time after that buzz of the Olympics. Well, for the first time in quite a long time, I'm, I'm happy to talk about lifestyle. Coming out of lockdown down here. That sounds amazing. Where, where are you uh, going to start checking out some beaches and the like down here? Yeah, it's, I mean, we had our first, uh, we've been locked down too, but as I said to you before, it's different, you know, being close, being, you know, being able to use the weight room, being able to use the gym and have the team practice, being around the guys, which is, you know, again, brings, I think, uh, tighter team chemistry and also, you know, I just a huge factor is that ocean and the weather. Mm. So uh, and now for us as well, we're the restaurants. I, I, we had a meal the other night and I thought to my I said to the guy, when's the last time you've been in a restaurant? And, you know, God, it, 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 it's been a while. So, uh, you know, um, it's nice for everybody right now. And uh, it's been a good time since I've since I've gotten here. Um, this time last year. Um, we spoke shortly after you signed on with the Hawks and your mindset heading into that season was, was pretty clear. I mean, it was a new team, new ownership, new players, new head coach and yourself and you were, everything was fresh and you were kind of looking to kind of build something. I'm wondering what that mindset, where your mind is at, that mentality heading into year two of that build and, and how it might be different coming into this season. Well, I, I just, I, I thought um, uh, a huge factor was as when the season finished before going to the Olympics, knowing the history of this organization, the, the change of ownerships from 1979, but the, the, the Illawarra Hawks have been a part of this since then. And what's been a struggle for them is when they have been good, when they have been competitive, is, is keeping their main pieces so it's like been a feeding frenzy, you know, uh, Nick K, um, you know, they've had imports MVP of the league. They're not back the next year. So there was tremendous pressure on the program to re-sign Tyler Harvey. First team all league. Can you get him back? And then um, our main 
we talked about when we were putting that team together, having a focus of those young guys and building from them, that core group. Um, we didn't lose any of them. We didn't lose Sam Frawling. We didn't lose Gritter. We didn't lose, not, you know, we kept that group. And then uh, the, the finishing touch was signing an international player. So now you've got all of these teams in this competition and there's Reef Duop available and we get him. And I think um, having an international player, the winnings in the picking and, and our, regardless of where we go next year, personnel wise, can you as a person in the community and have, are they able to do that or is it all talk? And what I'm, Whatever it, wherever it takes us, uh, the league stepped up. We can talk about that later. But as far as what we did in the offseason, which says a lot before you go to bat, is um, I was really pleased with what got accomplished. So, uh, and then the second aspect to it is um, during the course of that season and my first time coming back into the league, being in it, competing and looking at the bar, looking at the Perth Wildcats, looking at Melbourne United, Phoenix, those teams. Well, where, where are you and what do you need? How do you move this thing forward? So um, there was definitely some deficiencies in our team last year, just in, in, in the structure of the team and um, uh, basketball analytics. You know, we were good defensively. We were good interior. Um, we were the worst team in the league offensively in the half court. We were too much reliant on, you know, um, Tyler on the perimeter. We didn't have a stretch four. We really didn't have that point guard that distributed the ball. We were a poor passing team. We were a poor three-point shooting team. We were a poor free throw shooting team. So. Um, there also was, okay, now we've got to make some additions here to what went on last year um, in some key areas. And I, I think we've addressed those. Um, you, I think back to when you lost game three of the semifinal series and you, I mean, it was moments afterwards, you sit in front of the, the media there and your first thing you said was how proud you were of the team. And then the second straight after that was exactly that point. You said we're, we're just not at the level yet in terms of our offensive execution, but we're not as good as Perth in that regard. And in that playoff environment, that kind of came home to roost. What, what specifically in terms of who you've brought in and what you're going to do with the squad on the, on the practice floor structurally, do you think will, will make that change this year where your offense can start to get somewhere near how good your defense was? Well, I mean, you know, you, you just looked at how we were guarded in this. And I wasn't, you know, um, this league, everyone picks up. I've never played in a league where they guard you 94 feet. So when the ball comes in, that guy is just mauled. Uh, Mitch Norton, the, you looked at United, they've had four guys that, that just constant. And then when you looked at our team, whenever a guy, no matter where you put and move the ball and did what you did, um, when that guy got the ball, um, there was two guys sitting in the paint. Justin Simon's man is standing right at the line of the basket. Sam Frawling's guy is sitting right at the free throw line. So I don't care what you do structurally, those guys are sitting there. Um, so we needed 
as an addition to our team. One, we needed to get Tyler off the ball so he didn't get grinded to dirt, like what they've done with Mitch Norton and Bryce Cotton. He can carry it some, but if you want to dog him and crawl into him and make his life miserable, flip it to somebody, a, a, a proper, you know, a guy that runs your team. And then when you reverse that ball, the most important guy in games now, um, internationally, you saw it at, at the, you know, at the Olympics, you saw it in the competition here with Jock Landell, you, you know, you see it with uh, Mitch Creek with um, the, you got to have a stretch for a guy that stretches the floor. And I think we've answered that with Harry Frawling and Duop. They're two guys that now when, when that ball's brought up and you reverse it, you can't stand under the net and say, oh, go ahead, have that shot. You've got to respect that. And um, then, you know, uh, so, so uh, those two keys, a, a, a ball carrying one. And, you know, we've had an opportunity. Everybody in the league gets to add an import to it. So we've been able to do, do that, um, have an American there. And then we, we, we hope to develop and Emmett Nar keeps growing and we can use Tyler there some. And then in the big position now, um, instead of Sam and AJ, you've got that, that player in duop. And then Sam uh, Harry Frawling's strengths really help us. Like his two big things, he can shoot the three. He can, he's Tony Ronaldson. I, you know, you throw that, you reverse that ball there, he will knock that down. And he's a tremendous passer. And that was the next aspect of it, you know, um, being short rolled or doubling Tyler. He catches it, he can distribute the ball. So again, I look at our team and I go, okay, last year, you know, I don't care what we, we tucked Simon underneath the net, Justin Simon under the net, we short rolled our, our bigs and we sat two shooters in the corner and we really ran that the whole last six. We didn't run offense. That was our offense. And you need more sophistication than that. And if you take it a step further, if you look at Perth, and the fortunate, how fortunate we were, we played Perth and they didn't have Bryce Cotton. And now you look at, okay, well, we're moving forward. Next time you go to Perth, they're going to have Bryce Cotton. They're going to have Vic Law. Plus, they're going to have another import. So this league's a totally different beast than it was before. And, uh, you know, and I'm looking right through the league on that. You look at New Zealand, they've added, you know, I mean, everyone's added nice pieces and you, we just played Euro league level basketball and um, I'm looking at this league. Now we keep talking about where does it sit? I think when you add a third import to these teams, now you're Euro league like in this thing, it is nasty. And so I'm imagining it was kind of that, that mentality of saying, Hey, we were, we would, we did great. We solved those puzzles as best we could with what we were working with throughout last year, but we need to go to another level was part of the idea around the recruitment of Antonius Cleveland as well. I mean, Justin was amazing for you guys last year, defensive player of the year and just his competitiveness. He was huge in the playoffs, but I I'm imagining the idea is well, Antonius is himself a high level defender but he's going to give us a little extra versatility at the offensive end as well. Correct. I mean, 
and Justin Simon's doing very well overseas. This guy was a tremendous player and a, a tremendous person and, it, and something that you work to keep back. But we didn't know if we were going to get doo-wop or not. You know, we didn't know um, if Tyler, you know, we, you got to move and you've got to work around your Australian content. And we needed a more, um, a guy that could score the ball more and that could play off on ball, that could get in his feet in the paint and find people. Um, we had too much of what Justin Simon is in our Australian content, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're hoping that, uh, that uh, uh, Antonius. Antonius delivers that. And right now, you know, he is, he is a, you know, a more of a threat from the perimeter. He's more off the bounce. And when you're putting um, Justin Simon in that team, you got to remember, and I talked about Perth, but as I walked into the season last year, what we thought Adele Dang was going to be and what we thought Cam Berstow was going to be. Now, Justin Simon playing off that. Now you're a different team offensively. And um, uh, that, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but the bottom line, when the season finished, those two didn't play. And um, so now the structure of our team and the half court offense was completely different. So um, we're definitely, Liam, better than we were last year. But I, I say to you this I, I just look at all these teams in the league, and there's not one that you look at and say, well, you know, again, I, I come from a Chinese environment of 12 years where you look on the schedule and even going back in the day when I was here before, oh, if you have a rough try, you've got this team coming into you at home, maybe Newcastle, maybe the old Tasmania team coming in on, they're not going to get you at home. You got that one where this, um, you, you look at last year, the bottom side, and I can't even remember which one it was. I mean, it was so close. I mean, New Zealand coming in here, it's the last seconds. You know, there wasn't one team, Cairns, when they mm -hmm. came here with everybody hurt and they're on their blades without Scott at the point. They came here and they were ahead with a minute and a half to go. That was so, and it's only gone that way in, in spades now. On the flip side, though, I think what is, for me, what's exciting is you don't have that team like Melbourne United were this time last year, whom... We looked at that squad, and I'm sure you probably did likewise. And said, well, really, I mean, that team should win it. You know, I mean, they have the pieces and that they're, you know, you anticipate they're going to have the chemistry and they're going to, they've got the coach. And that's how it played out. I don't think we have that team this year, which is exciting from a fan's perspective, for sure. You know, even more so for me is having Goulding and Jock with the national team and going, shit, <laughs> I've those guys were NBL guys because honestly, yeah. fit in with the NBA players, you know, mm. but, you know, Goulding, you, you throw him in there. He shoots with anybody in the world. Mm. He had that back and jock, um, obviously right into the NBA. And then you put those other pieces, like you said, around him. that, that was a Euro league level team last mm. one, like that, where this year, I agree with you. I, I don't, look at one and say, you know, nobody's going to get them every mm. again. And again, this is on paper, but mm. uh, uh, the others, you know, interesting. And, and, and for me coming into the league last year was just 
um, what a great, and I don't want what, what a great job the coaches did, you know, like when, when, when you're playing and again, I was preparing for international level competition. This was great for me because preparing for Vickerman, I, Sherman or whatever, the New Zealand coach is, is brilliant strategy wise. And, and some of his systems were really helpful to me going into the Olympic because he has that European uh, mind, you know, how he uses on balls, how he spaces the floor, his changing of defenses. I just thought, wow, um, right through the league, you know, the Andre Lamanis, you know, you go around and you go, man, these teams are really well coached. And uh, it was great preparation for me, like I said, and hugely helpful having that going into the Olympics. Yeah, real. I've been saying for years, Gorge. I mean, a lot of the time you weren't, you weren't here while I'm saying it, but this is a really, really, really well-coached league. We always talk about the talent in it and how that's getting better year in, year out. But it's, this is a really well-coached league. And we've got, had some big-time coaches in this league that have moved out, Andre and Trevor and um, these guys, and then some new blood are going to get the opportunity. But you're right, it is. It's super, super high, well-coached. Hey, you, you spoke before about how the winning's in the picking. That is very true, but for you, the winning has also always been in the building and the development. And I think the, I'm fascinated to see what Sam Proling is going to be and, and what he's going to be this year and beyond. What, what, what do you think Sam Froling could potentially become? I think he has NBA potential. I'd be disappointed if he wasn't an international player. Um, he has a tremendous motor. And he has great hands and he's unbelievably competitive and he's just scratching the surface. And uh, we're so excited about him. And I, I just, I mean that, again, I know I keep referring to the national team, but it was great for me to walk into that, the persona of Patty Mills, of Joe Ingalls, uh, the work at, to see that Matisse and, and touch that and be around that and then come back and see a Sam Frawling and see, and what, a skill part of a skill package is do you want to learn? Are you going to listen to the coach? Um, do you work hard? You know, um, are you committed? Do you have leadership skills? And I, I know before you used to always think, you know, early, but you know, I can just tell a guy though, you got to teach him how to shoot, you got to teach him how to dribble, pass. But these are all skills too. And and there's skills that are hard to develop and as a coach that you've got to respect. And Sam Frawling um, is the, the, the Jason Smith, the Patty Mills, the Joe Ingles. He's one of those. He never misses a practice. He always does extra. He's, he's frustrated at what he's not good at. He learns. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, when you say that too, I'm, I think this is the second year I'm hoping our club We've added some other Alex, the kid out of Adelaide. Um, we there's a wreath who's trying to get better, and I always felt like when I competed against the Tigers back in the day, um, we were really good. The Magic and the when it got to the point, the, there was a lot of guys in the league that did not want to play for us. I don't want to. Mark Bragg didn't want to go and play for us. Oakland didn't want to go. They want any part of that. But our guys were attracted to this. You know, I want to do this work. 
I want to go there because I think that may make me a better player and I might be worth more money. I need this. And um, that's what we're trying to build here is, you know, we're attracted to you. You're good for us. And, uh, and you're not going to over and fight there for, for God. They want to come to you. You know, a doo-op wants this. You know, he wants to get better. He wants to be in the NBA. Where are you going to go? And we hope that, you know, he sees and the guys in the league, hey, if you're this type of person, you're good for us. And again, you don't have to be good for everybody. And if you, I think if everybody likes you, that means, you know, you're not doing very well, you know? So I'm hoping this second year we're starting, we're starting to build that. And Sam Frawling is, is, as you said, is, is in the top of the tree there as far as that side that we're, we're talking about and his future is, um, you know, really high ceiling. Um, the, the schedule dropped recently. And what I think is pretty cool is almost right off the bat, round two, rivalry round. And it flew a little under the radar, but Sydney King's owner, Paul Smith, the other day, had his own sort of front teeth, tattoos, moccasins kind of moment where he said, uh, he said, look, we start on December 5, but then on the 11th of December, we're up against the scumbags from Illawarra. And he said, I told Coach Buford I wanted everything thrown at those idiots. Um, I'm, un I'm interested. After those six years you had with the Kings, how are you enjoying being back within that rivalry there in New South Wales, but on the other side of the coin? I'm absolutely loving it. And I love Paul Smith for, for I think it needs that. And uh, we embrace that. And what I like when they're doing that, and it's just what we talked about prior to this, we're under their skin. You know, um, when you're kicking our ass every year and, and, and you're not respected, all I know, you know, it's our first, this is a new franchise, we're start, that was our deal. Let's go up in the road, up the road, nothing to lose you know, snap the front teeth in, get the hand on their juggler. We got to be top here before anything else. And we went in there and we beat their ass on their court. And then we went into Melbourne and got them again. And then when they came down here and beat them and shook their hand, it's now watch us on TV. The finals come and you're not in. So 1-0 the gong right now. And this thing, you know, talks... Uh, I love it. I, I hope he keeps talking and I hope the stadium's filled. And when they come down here and bring, bring their gun, you know, we're going to have a cannon waiting for them. We're, we're, we're fired up for it. So I, 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 it, it may, the, the best basketball I've been in, in this is when the magic and um, the tigers were on the, on each other's juggler. And we packed that place. And it was electric in our place down here when they got us. And uh, um, I think, you know, that rivalry. And, and again, you have to be competitive to have a rivalry. And you have to have some. And last year, we got them and we got to the playoffs. So, you know, we're something to deal with. And now we got something going. Love it. Love it. And I can't wait to watch it in round two. And I can't wait for the season to get going, mate. Year two for you. Great. So good to have you back in the league. 
man. Yeah. Um, we enjoyed it last year. I'm going to enjoy it again this year. And uh, good luck for the preseason and, and the whole year ahead. Thanks, brother. You do a great job. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I am. I'm really excited. This season's going to be great. And uh, things are starting to open up. I'm, I'm excited. It's great. Go, kick, go catch some more waves. All right, brother. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.